Welcome to Beyond the Rhetoric Podcast Edition. I am your host, Michael Kwan. This episode is going to be a bit different. Up until now, the entirety of this podcast has been focused on the world of parenting and my lived experiences as a modern, engaged father. Or at least that's what I aspire to be. Today, I'm not really talking about my life as a dad, at least not specifically. It's more about the relationship I've had with social media and social comparison over the years, and the problem that's developed because we all want to put our best foot forward. We all want to stay positive and supportive and not dwell on the negative aspects of our lives. But is this ultimately to our detriment? What happens when optimism and unwavering positivity go too far? And has it already? Anyway, I'm rambling. And I'm about to ramble a bit more in my open letter to toxic positivity. Yes, positivity can be toxic. As always, my Twitter DMs are open, as are my anchor voice messages, so please don't hesitate to reach out with your thoughts, questions, and feedback. Okay, may I present Dear Toxic Positivity. Dear Toxic Positivity, we've known each other for a very long time. Over the years, you've gone by many different names and worn many different outfits. You've gone under the guise of drive and ambition, for example. When I looked upon my peers, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, I had dreams of a remarkably bright future. You were there, reminding me of their successes and triumphs. See, you'd point out, look how great Carl is doing at his co-op placement. They're already offering him the opportunity to come back this summer. This wasn't before the age of social media, per se, But even now, defunct platforms like Friendster were still in their infancy, if they existed at all. Mark Zuckerberg was still working on the Facebook, and Instagram was still nearly a decade away. And yet, toxic positivity, you were still there. You just weren't nearly as powerful and omnipresent as you are today. These days, there's no shortage of self-help gurus and influencers showing us what could be, what should be. What we are failing to achieve or experience today because we're not good enough right now. But we can. And if you're not working toward that hour after tireless hour, day after day, then you're blowing your chance. Wasting your potential. And there you are. Toxic positivity. Reminding me of these facts every time I open up a web browser. Or pick up my smartphone. We're at a point now where it feels like everyone is telling me to live my best life that I've got to be crushing it with everything that I do, whatever it is. And I should be doing more, because hustle culture says I should. It's because of this, and because of you, toxic positivity, that I can't take a break and do nothing without feeling horribly guilty, because I should be spending that time being productive, creating, shooting YouTube videos, recording podcasts, authoring books, and making reels for Instagram. But just creating isn't enough to feed your insatiable, voracious hunger. Of course it isn't. You know as well as anyone that everything has become a numbers game. How many followers do you have? How many likes or views did that post get? It's not just about social media itself either, but life in general, isn't it? What's the average or median household income in Metro Vancouver? How many vacations is your family taking? Well, at least when this pandemic was closer to being over. That's all beside the point. On average, we'd all like to believe that we're exceptional, that we're ahead of the curve, that we're 
above average. Of course, logically, we know that can't be true. If we're all above average, then that just becomes the new average. It's just like hedonic adaptation. Keeping up with the Joneses is all relative, and we just keep moving the goalposts. Toxic positivity, you keep moving the frame of reference. Some people have said that the way you can break up with toxic positivity is by exercising gratitude. Maybe. It's absolutely true that gratitude for what you have and ambition for what you want can coexist. At the same time, this reminds me that it could be worse. Of course it could. And all this ends up doing is making me feel crummy for feeling crummy. What do I have to complain about? Chin up, you tell me. You have no reason to be unhappy. And there's definitely something wrong with you if you're not overjoyed in every waking moment. Don't you know that you're hashtag blessed to be where you are? To have what you have? Go on. Live your best life. Crush it. Crush everything. And hustle harder. In all fairness, it's not like I'm completely blameless here either. You and I, we've been partners. I'm no stranger to sharing fancy lunches and fun vacations via the internet. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, except it paints a very skewed picture of my life. It's carefully curated and filtered in its incompleteness. The more I feed you, the more powerful you become. And you're bigger than I am, because I'm not the only one feeding you. But we all know that a more balanced diet is better, healthier, more sustainable. On some level, I want to quit you. On another level, I don't think I can. I'm not strong enough. So, toxic positivity, that means we need to work on our relationship so it can be healthier for everyone. We can both change for the better. I know I've got lots of room to grow. And perhaps, hopefully, someday in the not-too-distant future, you won't be toxic positivity anymore. You'll just be positivity. And we'll all be happier for it. Signed, Michael Kwan.